Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now If you wouldn't mind just uh, keep rolling or whatever. We also do uh, little mini episodes like the aftermath where we just kind of shoot the shit for a bit. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if, if you guys got the time, of course. You know, oh, but. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a three-day weekend. I have plenty of time. Yeah, it's my Saturday <laughs> afternoon and I'm sitting in a shed and I don't know, it's about 90 degrees Fahrenheit, I think, in your American terms. But yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, that's right. It's summer down there. <laughs> sure on the is. other side of the world. Sure bloody is. Hi right, everybody, I'd like to uh, introduce my wife Izzy. Hey everybody. We have uh, Sam, uh, a Kiwi, with the 20 tw- uh, <laughs> Movie Reviews and 20 Qs podcast. Hello. Oh my god, we have a piece of fruit on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Hi Sam. <laughs> Hello, yes I am a bit of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course Drew, with uh, Real Feels, you know Drew. Oh, that guy again? We, we t- <laughs> that we talked guy. About no, I mean, hi Drew. <laughs> Hi, Izzy. <laughs> yeah, they uh, just did the uh, Street Fighter reboot. Oh, um, and, I, and I think for all five episodes we've done now, uh, Terry Crews and Chris Hemsworth came off the board. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> These look great, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just showing her the board real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choices. Excellent choices. Oh, thank you. Nice. You're awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I was I was really hoping one of you guys was going to pick The Rock for either Bison or Zangief or something. <laughs> that's a good point. How the hell did I forget The Rock? Right. Damn. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. We've done this show, uh, this show, like five times now. I think The Rock was picked once, and it was just like the last round. Like somebody just needed a big guy, and they're like. Yeah, I give him the role, but he's only going to have like two lines, and he's not going to. Everybody like knows it. he's going to be too busy to do their movie. Mm, yeah. He's got he's shooting seventeen <laughs> other movies. That's true. Right, that's true. That's true. And if you get him, you got to have Kevin Hart play a role. Uh, and, uh, hey, nobody got time for that. <laughs> Kevin Hart is Chun Li. Kevin Hart would be great. Exactly. Kevin Hart yeah. should be yes. <laughs> uh, and- even when you had said that Blanca was going to be CGI, I, my brain was immediately going like, "I need Jason Fleming to do the voice." For Blanca, oh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> or, or Andy Circus for the mocap or something. I had Danny right, DeVito. Right. I had Danny DeVito as Blanca. I reckon he would have been amazing. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. I was so disappointed. That was my first pick. I was like, "Oh, Danny DeVito's Blanca." Oh, come on. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Let's make that movie right now. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to get the twelve categories, and I was like, "Oh man, that's right. There's like twelve characters, and then we also need the director." It's like. Uh, Del Sim, get some, get some color in the cast. I don't know. <laughs> Just turn it into a comedy. M. Bison is Melissa McCarthy, but specifically her character from The Heat. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I love it. <laughs> Invite everybody over for a drink, open up the fridge, it's just full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> the director is Judd Apatow, and then it's like Seth Rogen is Zangief, and <laughs> Paul Rudd is Ryu or something. <laughs> Jonah Hill is E-Honda. <laughs> M. Bison is, uh, oh my god, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, oh, that would have been <laughs> awesome. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. Maybe not. I'm not going to lie. I actually, <laughs> James Franco down as one of my short lists for um, Vega. I was like, hey, he's got a Portuguese. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, if I had gone there, I would have gone the full Judd Apatow vision. But yeah, that's oh, what a shame. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I was totally waiting for someone to say like Channing Tatum or something, and of course it's like you know it's just the reveal at the end. And yes. It's like, oh my god, it was Channing Tatum the whole time, <laughs> or, or, or like it was Nicolas Cage the whole time or something. <sighs> <sighs> That's why I wasn't allowed to do this one. Nicolas Cage will be in all of my movies. Oh, is every, oh so I got Nicolas Cage in every role. Yeah. Oh. You, you kind of agree that'd be a good idea. He'd make a hell of a Chumley. <laughs> I, I, I won't well, lie. I mean, he already, he already goes everything. Like literally everything. I love the guy a bit. Say, eh? I just I can't get how anyone doesn't love him. But yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is the greatest living actor. Yeah. Easily. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, who's his Move competition? Move over Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, he retired. Fuck him. Yeah. Nicholas Cage could have even I mean, used his like natural hairline and played Dale Sim. That would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many how many movies does Nicholas Cage have on Netflix right now? At least like six. Eight. Does he have eight? <laughs> As of yesterday, no. I don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we he releases like four a month, babe. It's more than eight. Yeah. Well, well, they take them off and replace them. That's it's the true. Yeah. No, S- Steve and I. If you check our uh, our Netflix search, Nicholas Cage gets searched about every two weeks because we're yeah. always waiting for that next movie. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, nice. two one one. Oh look, Trespass is back on. Oh, Stolen's <laughs> off. Oh, where's Pay the Ghost? Or uh, what was the the justice one like seeking justice? Or is that the, the the hungry rabbit hops one? No, that's paying the ghost. No, 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 no. That. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no. Right. Paying the, the ghost habit. is the one with the angry witch ghost. Yeah, that's <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert. Man, I haven't no, watched any of these. I've got to go. I'm out of here, man. This oh, is all <laughs> oh, and then there's vengeance, a love story. We, uh, oh we inter- my god, yeah. we we interview the director of that. Oh. It's actually a pretty good movie. I mean, it it's, is. it's weird when like you try to sell a movie and it's like this. The way the rape scene was handled was very well done. <laughs> Tasteful rape, but. I laughed a little too hard. Yeah, there. No, it was actually it was actually really good. Yeah. See, but they they fool you when you're looking at it on Netflix. You just see it just says vengeance until you click on it and start playing. Then you see it's vengeance colon a love story. <laughs> yeah. Talk about gilding the lily there. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I can't think of the other one, but it's the it's with uh, him and um, William Defoe. Oh, doggy dog. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. movie is like ADHD with just a sprinkle of crack. I have not seen this. I legitimately am leaving right now. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just start, just start writing these names down. Have you guys watched Mandy yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 My phone let me know that Mandy was coming out because I have Googled Nicolas Cage enough times. My phone was like, things you may be interested in. We got the Google alerts on for when he's trying to sell that T-Rex skull. I'm not going to lie. My wife walked in on me watching Mandy, and I would have rather her walked in on me watching porn. It was, like, <laughs> it was a furious pairing off. And she was like, what is this? What is this? What's he doing? It was like, oh, no, it's nothing, babe. It's nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he's definitely not smelting an axe. <laughs> <laughs> was it the bathroom scene? Yeah, oh, no, no. I think it was when he was fighting his way through the house or whatever. And he, yeah, uh, <laughs> just around that. Yeah, oh, it was like he's oh, snorting coke and fighting demons, babe. <laughs> the funny part was he came back later on where it was just that blood-soaked vision of him, and he's just smiling at the camera, and I'm just sitting yeah, there smiling back, and she was like, "I'm really <laughs> reconsidering our relationship right now." That's what she said. That's when you're like, but babe, it's National Treasure 3. (laughs) Do you want to be alone with the TV? I can leave you alone with the TV. (laughs) I don't think that's safe. (laughs) Oh, what was the other one? Uh, Army of One. Oh, yes, that was good. Based on a true story about the guy in Colorado who wanted uh, to fly out to Afghanistan to find Bin Laden. Oh, yeah, yeah. jeez, really? Yeah. Oh it's, man! It, it was like a comedy or whatever, but it, but you know, it was it's, based on a true story that was essentially a comedy. Yeah, it's like indie comedy, so it gets dark at times, which is always kind huh. of fun with those kind of movies. But it is perfect for Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like anybody else trying to play it, it's like eh, I don't know. yeah. The, the more movies that he puts out, it almost makes that one like college humor video where his casting agent keeps calling him about new movies over and over and over. <laughs> See more like actual footage of him. Rather than a joke. I watched that about a week ago. That's about five years old, that video. And it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, that video. It's ridiculous. It's like, you play, you know, uh, Schindler's asshole. I love it. I'm in. I made it up. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Let's do it. 
Well, I'm sure what happened was Nicolas Cage's agent saw that and was like, well, shit, I got 10% of all those. So, yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> you know what? I, I honestly, what we've noticed, especially like on some of these like real small, random seeming ones, uh, everybody forgets Nicolas Cage is a Coppola. And you'll yeah. notice that it's usually a Coppola either financing it or directing it. So I think he's doing family favors for a lot of them. I would love to see Schindler's oh, Asshole right. starring Nicolas Cage directed by Sophia Coppola. That would be... Right? Coming, coming next week. <laughs> Sophia oh. ain't got time for it. It's directed by Jimmy Coppola. Yeah. Oh, and then there's, uh, there's the other one, Arsenal, which had uh, uh, Adrian Grenier from uh, Entourage. Oh, yeah. And, uh, have, have any of you guys seen the movie Deadfall from like 1993? No. That that sounds familiar. Um, yeah, if if you've seen like with those Nicolas Cage like compilation videos, you've seen a couple scenes from there. But it's, it's the so you know when you watch those Nicolas Cage compilation f- things, you're like, what is that movie where he has a mustache? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, this is the movie where he has the mustache. Yeah, that, that's Deadfall. And then Arsenal was made like two or three years oh, sorry, ago yeah. or something, and it's like he he's the same character, but like you know, twenty five years later or whatever. Even though he died in the first one, eh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's like the his, he, his brother directed it, and did yeah. he die? Yes. Are you sure? Uh, spoiler alert for Deadfall: he gets he gets thrown in a deep fryer for about he three could, minutes. He could have oh, oh, the deep fryer drowning. You can you can block that. <laughs> He's Nicholas Goddamn Cage, Steve. Yeah. I would recommend rather than watching Deadfall, check out our episode on Deadfall from. Uh, <laughs> November, December, maybe. I don't know. What was the other one he did with that? Um, the other guy that directed like Crank and all that. It was Mum and Dad or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Mum and, and Dad. Dad. That yeah. was fantastic. That's very diverse, d- divisive, and we really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed it, but it's at the same point, I I was so barred up for like full Nicolas Cage rage, and he gave a bit of it, but um, yeah, I still enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't he's, get he's save his his moments of full Cage. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't get full Nicolas Cage rage when he destroys the pool table? Oh, yeah, he absolutely does. In the basement? But I, I wanted to see, like, five hours of that shit, so I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody does, but no, it, it's, it's about teasing it, and then you get the last 15 minutes when it's crazy, yeah. and then when Lance Henriksen sh- shows up, that's when you shoot your load. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. Total it's blue balls by that point, though. My God, yeah. You need to. You need your sparing moments of him going full Bangkok dangerous. <laughs> oh, God. <that> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite Nicolas Cage performances, Drive Angry. Yes, he is yeah. so in on the joke. It's amazing. He knows exactly what movie he's making. Pickner is <laughs> pretty Fickner's amazing in that. Too. That's what? like, um, was it Ghost Rider Two? Everybody oh. knows what movie they're making by the second one. When he pisses right. flames. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking at the door. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I always found it so weird that he made uh, the Left Behind movie in 2014. Oh yeah, the, yeah. It, it seems so yeah. out of character. Yeah, it's like is this it's like some sort of community service? But yeah. <laughs> yeah. guys, guys, I'm still trying to get Nicolas Cage interview on the podcast. I, I've got a director who has his number, and I'm trying to sweet talk him into putting mm. in a good word. But That's- that that would just that would just be like all right this this is it podcast is done sorry guys that, that <laughs> is actually our goal as well because literally every episode we say how would you have incorporated Nicolas Cage into this film it's like our running joke it's one of the only questions that stayed there since the very first episode we've done and I've I've said before like <laughs> if I manage to interview him that's it the show's over we're done yeah. If if ever there's going to be like a, a fall of robe, like a fall of podcast, it's going to be when Nicolas Cage finally says like, "All right, I got ten minutes. Let's uh, let's knock out a couple of these podcasts." Yeah, exactly. exactly. And he like comes on for like five <laughs> minutes. Everybody's like, "Well, well, fuck." I, I mean, everything's downhill from here, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's an why. Once you get to that point, you're just done. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. And that's when you <laughs> smelt your own axe, snort a bunch of coke, and then go <laughs> killing Colts, you know? <laughs> so on Monday, Steve, is there any movie I, you that I've walked in on watching you watch that you've been embarrassed about? I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot of shame. So that <laughs> kind of Is there anything where it's, you'd rather me walk, walk in and see you watching porn? Yeah, I was only shamed because I had my pants off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. You well, know. that's how Steve watches all movies. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's, that's just par for the course. True. <laughs> that's, that's just old. I'm old school that you way. You fit in well in New Zealand. That's what we do in cinemas. It's quite a, quite refreshing. Well, especially when it's 90 degrees or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <down there>. Right. <laughs> 
No, like, there's always movies where it's like, like, like you always say that like, Congo's my favorite movie. And Only I'm like, because you and bring I'm like, it up no, all the time. No, no, it's not. And then at the same time, I'm like, but I do like it a lot more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, babe, any movies you, you watch that I walk in on? And, you know, obviously all the Kurt Russell movies you thap to, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you watch me, so well, I mean know. that's just our relationship. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't watch my my sad horse and pony movies around you. Oh, yeah. I wait till Steve leaves town before I pull out all the sad kitty movies. Aww. Ghost in the Darkness, Secondhand Lions. <laughs> oh, Secondhand Lions. That's a good film. That is a great Ghost in the Darkness. Is a phenomenal movie. Crickets, crickets. crickets. <laughs> we don't know have you guys not seen Ghost in the Darkness? No. I can't say that I have. Mel oh. Kilmer going up against man, man eating lions. Oh, I'm interested. And Michael no. Douglas and uh, the guy that played uh, T'Chaka in Black Panther. He's in it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, hmm. it's, it's it's mid '90s Val Kilmer. I mean, you know, it's Based right before story. he started his downhill. Yeah, he's not fat yet. Oh, he's not fat yet. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's on the list, though. That's definitely on the list of movies I'll never watch. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see, what you got to do is you got to squeeze it in that list of Nicolas Cage movies you've been writing down for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> I and, do uh, have Carpal Tunnel Syndrome right now. My hand is burning. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right, got to watch Pay the Ghost in the Darkness. That's, that's the same movie, right? Okay, all right. Drew, are there any movies that you would be embarrassed being caught watch watching? I mean, not really. I mean, much like Steve, I have no shame. I mean, I will just I'll watch anything, even if it's a bad movie, and I end up not necessarily liking it. I can find good things about it, but it can still be a bad film. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not embarrassed really about liking anything. You know what? The one movie I was embarrassed that you might that you were going to find was it. Uh, when I brought home midgets versus mascots, <laughs> I was there when you bought it, babe, and I was like, <laughs> I, I was uh, talking with Drew about it actually, and he's like, "Wait, what was the name of that?" Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> well, you know, the star, quote unquote, is Gary Coleman, but there's also the Jason Mewes and Scotty Pippen. As they say in the movie, he's the Shaquille O'Neal of midgets. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? What? <laughs> it's the craziest movie. They're just throwing it's their the words out into the air and seeing what sticks. This sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real movie. I bought it for a dollar. <laughs> Midgets versus mascots. It sounds amazing. Yeah, that's that's furiously being written down right now as well. <laughs> so it's a it's a mockumentary, like in the style of like a best in show about. Uh, a gentleman passes away, and he's a little person who also dressed up as a mascot, and he's going to leave his fortune to some of his family members, but they have to do a contest, basically, and so it's uh, the people who represent the mascots, and then the people who <laughs> represent the midgets have to go. <laughs> they have to, like, complete these tasks, and whoever does it first gets his fortune. What is going I on right now? <laughs> and they try, like, at some point, Scotty Pippen gets his head bashed in with a phone. It's great. <laughs> 100% sold. Yes. Alright, lady and gentlemen, I have news. <laughs> There are many Nicolas Cage movies that have apparently come out or in production since Mandy. <gasps> apparently there's one out called Looking Glass. Oh, I've heard of this. And the, uh, and the synopsis is uh, a couple by a desert motel where they find that strange, mysterious events occur. I ass I'm assuming his wife in this one is Robin Tooney from The Craft. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? No, yet? I haven't. No, I know the one you're talking about. I think, spoiler alert, he is going to be the strange thing that's happening in the house, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so it's uh, currently a 33 on Metascore or whatever. Wait, is pretty good. You think it's going to be Nicolas Cage, not the fact that he married one of the witches? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And then there's another one called Between Worlds. It's apparently out now. Joe meets a mother who can contact spirits when suffocating. Her daughter is dying when Joe helps the mother spiritually contact the daughter and save her. Unfortunately, the spirit in the daughter's body is now that of Joe's dead wife. So it's a movie about autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> yeah. Or like a weird episode of Crossing Over with John Hitworths? <laughs> Don't sign me up. Hang me up for that one. <laughs> so Steve, what's going to be our Valentine's Day movie? Yeah, right? Apparently it's, uh, on, it's, on, it's on Prime apparently right now. Oh, uh, Prime! Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, right. The Croods 2 is apparently in production. Yep. 
Uh, oh, Siberia. Uh, Willem Dafoe is the lead guy <gasps> on this one. What? Yeah. development, but it's the two of them back together. They're back oh, together. <laughs> I will watch anything with Willem Dafoe. I'll watch anything with Nicolas Cage. They can do no wrong in my eyes. Same. Oh, shit. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that statement. In post-production, Running with the Devil, an international drug kingpin sends two of his most highly regarded assassins to investigate why shipments are being hijacked and overcut. Starring Nicolas Cage as The Cook, Lawrence Fishburne as The Man, Cole Hauser as The Executioner, Clifton Collins Jr. as The Farmer, Barry Peppa as The Boss. <laughs> Adam Goldberg as the snitch. Sold. I'm sold. There's a woman in it. <laughs> yeah, there are several women. <laughs> oh my gosh. This movie might pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> I don't know. They don't really have character names. Well, yeah. None of them. Nobody do. seems to. Yeah. There's the child and exotic <laughs> dancer and the coach. These are the female characters from writer director Jason Cabell. Who's he, Steve? I have no idea. <laughs> I know this is supposed to be a post-mortem uh, of no Street f- Fighter, but Steve, could you go back and edit it so that we're just like, all my picks are Nicolas Cage, you, same with you, Drew, yep, sweet, done. <laughs> <laughs> like a 20-second episode of just like, so who do you guys pick for Street Fighter? Nicolas Cage, done. Okay, next. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. All right, well, thank you all for joining out. Go to Patreon.com. <laughs> Here, let's edit me in. Hi, guys. I'm the third competitor today. Nicolas Cage plays all of it, and I already steal him back from whoever stole him from me. Yes. Done. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> For the uh, for the role of uh, Chun Li, I'd like Nicolas Cage, but Nicolas Cage, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> each each Nicolas Cage is just the role from a different oh, movie. I would love that. Oh, that would be so uh, that, awesome, uh, guys! 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 Don't spoil it. That's actually going to be one of one of our episodes. I think in the later rounds, really, <laughs> it's going to be oh, all right. Nicolas Cage that? is the I'm actor and director and all that. Which character is he in what role? Kind of, you know, it's like you know the romantic interest and blah blah blah. Yeah, but we'll, oh, that's perfect. We'll see, we'll see if I can get the categories right for that. But yeah, that's definitely one I have. Like, I have one on a board that's like circled three or four times. <laughs> like, get this done. Well, New Zealand is supposed to be nice, well, but if anyone took Vampire's Kiss, Nicholas Cage, I would steal it off them in a heartbeat because that is my that's my penult- that is my ultimate. That's my ultimate Nicholas Cage. As vampires kiss yeah. Nicolas Cage. Do you think that's that's the most Nicolas Cage he's ever been? I, I think so. I, I also think it's my it's my favorite guilty pleasure movie. I just love that film. It's very really over the top. Yeah. Too. I'm still trying to figure out the uh, the therapist's pool boy. How do you get a pool boy when you live in an apartment? <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> Well, there's a pool for the apartment complex. It's actually quite easy. So she just like yeah. went down there like with maintenance and like waited till a pool boy showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, guys. Guys. All right. This one from the director who was the stunt stunt coordinator for Born Identity and Last Samurai <laughs> comes Primal, a big game hunter for zoos who has booked passage on a Greek shipping freighter with a fresh haul of exotic and deadly animals from the Amazon. <laughs> including a rare white jaguar, along with a political assassin being extradited to the U.S. in secret. Sold. Starring Nicolas Cage, Famke Johnson, or Jensen, how do we say her last name? Michael Imperioli, Kevin Durand. Yeah. Use that as my pitch for Steve but That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. Nicolas Cage, Fighting an ex-con with deadly animals on a boat? I'm sold. Yeah. It's con air, but with zoo animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's con air, too. The speedboat version. Zoo air. Ooh, oh, he's going to be in a movie with Kelsey Grammer called yeah, Grand Yeah, yeah, Dial. the Grand Isle. I say I'm going through like the 12 movies that are in quote-unquote post-production that he stars in. and Oh, I love Kelsey Grammer, yeah. too. Oh, I'm so in. This is I'm so excited, Steve. A young father is charged for murder and must prove his innocence through recalling a very twisted and dark night of events. Who plays the young father in that cast? Nicholas Cage? Cage? Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer's the detective, apparently. I mean, it can't I be can Luke ben- Benward because his, his name is Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kid. It's a young father and that's his son who was murdered. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, little buddy. I sometimes wonder about the like, in these movies. Like, you know, Kelsey Grammer and people like that, that... You know, after a day of filming with Nicolas Cage, if they go back to the trailer, look in the mirror, and they're like, I should have made better choices in my life. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you well, know what, though? Actually, like, of the interviews we've had, the people we've talked to who've t- worked with Nicolas Cage yeah. all said, say the same thing, that he's a total professional, that he's incredibly nice, that, yeah, like, just say he's incredibly professional and, like, wonderful to work wow. with. Oh, but I'm sure Kelsey Grammer, like, goes back to his trailer and he's like, all right, well, I guess I can still be second best. That's true. <laughs> I still have more roles on The Simpsons than he does. <laughs> well, maybe they'll have me back for Sideshow Bob again. <laughs> 25 years of trying to kill a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> Best line they've had in 10 seasons. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the much moment. like a moment where he has on Frasier, but it's not even him, it's another lady. It's like an ex-lover uh, of his, and she's going into the kitchen and she's pouring a glass of wine and drinking and she's like do you know how tired i am he's like but you bring joy to children every day and she says but do you know what it's like to play the same character for 20 years (laughs) (laughs) it's it's probably my my like second favorite moment in the entire series (laughs) because it's so poignant and just like on the nose clever that's good it's crazy that Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers. Yeah, right. Right. M- most successful spinoff ever. <laughs> oh, come on. There was that Probably. Joey TV series. You're forgetting that. Oh, good lord. Oh, no. yeah. I mean, Steve, how could you forget Joey? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it will be the most successful spinoff until Sean Hobbs come out next year. And it's like $5 billion. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even, even the Golden Girls tried to have a second sequel. They had the Golden Palace. And that, that didn't do so well. <laughs> Oh no! The spinoff of the Golden Girl Golden Girls is like Cougar Town now, yeah. right? No. <laughs> what was what was the like a spinoff of Happy Days or like He's the Boss or something? And it was like Joni loves Chachi, and apparently it did oh, yeah, amazing in days, Korea because yeah. Chachi means penis. So it was like Joni loves oh, cock. Jesus. <laughs> I love it. Well, oh, <sighs> was it Mork and Mindy a spinoff from Happy Days? Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yes. I think, I think there was a crossover. Or it was a cro- but... crossover. No, I think it's a spinoff. I think I think Mark and Mindy were like guests, like oh, guests like, on like, Happy Days. Like Mark for Mark showed up for like an episode. Like and he then was on, and then they they, they were like, "Yeah, oh, okay. this Robin Williams kid. I think he's got talent. Let's give him a show." <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the kids seem to love him. Let's get it. <laughs> you had Family Matters almost being like a spinoff from Perfect Strangers, because mm-hmm. some of the characters from Family Matters were like introduced in perfect strangers hmm. oh, well sure. obviously terminators a spinoff of small wonder oh, of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a small wonder nobody knows what i'm talking and obviously about. old um, human centipede is a spinoff of barney the dinosaur <laughs> yeah, yeah obviously geez. that's what the blonde kid grew up to be exactly <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> 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 I have far too many students that are like interested in human centipede. Like they'll joke or they'll talk about it. And they're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go home and watch human centipede too. And I just stare at them. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Because it's in the culture. Who hurts you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least they're not talking about Serbian film and stuff like that. Yeah. Egypt. Yeah. (laughs) At least until they listen, start listening to podcasts anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And we'd like to welcome Drew's class to this episode and say, oh, hello. <laughs> Human centipede. Not as good as you think. <laughs> hey, Drew, have you signed your school up yet for the uh, every 15 minutes program? Oh, good gosh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? That was the one where the kids get to pretend they were killed in drunk driving accidents. Right. Remember where I said it was fake and she's like, no, it's real. I know it's real. (laughs) And then I send him all the information on how to sign his school up. Mm, Yeah. Still, still not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Still in my spam folder. (laughs) So Sam, do they do this in Australia at our school? In my, in New Zealand. I'm sorry. Ah! I apologize. (laughs) All right. Sam, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Here in here in old Canada, aka the USA. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have this pro- so my school was part of this program called Every 15 Minutes and it was every 15 minutes a kid is killed with drunk driving and so they w- they hauled an actual drunk driving wreck into the middle of the campus. They had a big um 
we had a big assembly where they picked out a couple of students who would be dead for basically the rest of the week. They pulled them out of the class and all of that. And they wandered around in t-shirts that said, don't talk to me, I'm dead. And uh, we like we had funerals in the whole nine yards. We basically had to pretend that like a third of the student body had died in drunk driving accidents. Oh, yeah. So no, we actually want our kids to grow up to be normal people. So we don't actually traumatize them at school. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. so no, we don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had never want, heard of this, and she's like, "No, this is a real thing. This is totally real. I have never, totally real I never in my life. Yeah, I never heard of it either. And you know, I'm from Utah, so we believe plenty of weird things out there. And I actually had uh, about seven people in my graduating class die in uh, driving accidents. But uh, see, I only had four. It halved yeah. the number of deaths. <laughs> yeah, see, but uh, I definitely want to get one of those T-shirts. I'll say, "Don't talk to me. I'm dead." Right. <laughs> Just to blow people's minds. But to be fair, too, at my school, we butchered pigs and sheep on campus, so we uh, were a little odd. <laughs> we used to do that. It wasn't sanctioned by the school, but we used to do that as kids, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, ours was through the school. You could you could take agriculture instead of science. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, you get your lunch your way? We'll get it our way. <laughs> hey, I can tell you right now when we were having, like, the club fundraisers, the FFA Steak on a Stick booth was the most uh, popular. Oh. Makes sense to me. <laughs> we we actually had agriculture at school, but it came out early in the term that you actually had to help birth a cow if you wanted to pass the course. And everyone, like half the class, quit. They were like, "No, no, we're swapping over. We're out of here." Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I'll we, take we, my where I grew up was chemistry. a small sort of rural town of like eight thousand people, and it was real cow country. So yeah, that was like one of the things is like when the cows are about to give birth, you had to sort of all go out there and help birth the cows. And I was like, "Oh no, no, no way." <laughs> And the guys no. are like, I don't want to have that cow, baby. Oh, oh, you mean like give birth, not get in there and... Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I misunderstood. <laughs> young to be a dad. There was a few worried faces in their class that were like, oh, man, what have I done over the summer? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit, it's got my eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> See, there was a rumor going around that in the in my agriculture class, you had to castrate a rabbit with your teeth. Uh. But uh, nobody ever actually enforced that. <laughs> Good lord. But when people asked about it, our teacher always said, that is an option you could do. Yes. If you guys want some extra credit, I mean, you know. God, take a bite out of life. <laughs> Oddly enough, the teacher was arrested several years later. For he was not. He he has a horse farm. No, no, that was that was at my school. <laughs> it was it was the uh, horticulture teacher. Uh, yeah, apparently girls were getting good grades in that class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Drew legally has to leave this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I will smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> he, he teaches English. He's fine. <laughs> I have a good friend who's a teacher, and if we're driving around every time the, uh, I forget the name of it, the police song that, about um, the teacher and the student comes on. Sting, oh, the, oh, don't stay so close to police. me or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh. uh, every time that comes on, Sid has to change the station and it goes legally. I can't listen to that song. <laughs> Cannot what? endorse this music. And it's funny every time. <laughs> So he never listens to, like, classic rock from the 70s either, where it's like, 16! Oh, yeah, no, 16! <laughs> that one specifically is about students. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on that note... We had one teacher that drove us, like, 20 miles out into the countryside and was, like... He was a physical education teacher. Drove us out into the countryside and he's like, now, this will, like, teach you guys how to be men. Just, you've just got to find your way back to school. You've got like a couple of days to do it. And we were like, what? And then we all got out of this bus and then we just left in this field and then you just drove off. And we're like, what the hell do we do now? And this is before mobile phones and everything. So we all just sort of looked at each other like, yeah. we'll be back. And an hour later we were like, okay, we maybe we should start walking. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. He tosses you it. a flashlight and is like, I've hidden the batteries somewhere in this field. He actually gave us a rope. That was the weirdest part. Oh. Just a long length of rope. <laughs> make it back. We're like, make it back. <laughs> Wait, it, 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 was that like the option if like you just wanted to hang yourself instead or something? I think like, it was like Battle Royale, the New Zealand edition, but like, yeah. because we don't have guns and stuff here, it was like, here you go, here's a rope. Good luck. 
<laughs> the Hunger Games. Yeah, it was the Hunger Games. The Down Games Under edition. edition. <laughs> There's a rope and a map to the weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a PE teacher who gave us a map and told us to decipher it that led off campus. Those of us who figured the map out figured out was it led to Dairy Queen. He bought us all burgers. Oh, yeah. But only oh, about grief. seven people figured it out. Everybody else got lost in the park. <laughs> never heard from again. <laughs> I know three of my friends gave up and walked out to the horse barn. Does this turn into one of those missing person podcasts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be a small school assignment. <laughs> It was going to end in flurries or whatever. Is that what the Dairy Queens are called? Blizzards. Blizzards. Blizzards, yeah. Okay. I think- oh, that's right. McDonald's, the McFlurries or whatever. Okay. Yay for American fast food! <laughs> but the <laughs> only blizzard to be had would kill four students. <laughs> we don't have blizzards in Orange Vale. <laughs> Save it for the end, babe. <laughs> the dam broke and washed us all away. <laughs> So Nicolas Cage is everything. That's what yes. we agreed on? In yeah. a podcast about yeah. Street Fighter, we've talked about Nicolas Cage. And he is everything. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> oh, yeah. Do we have any other alternate picks we were going to do? for? Yeah, it's yeah. all Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's, all it's all Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, like I'm looking through and it's like, yeah, I, this, this would have been a tough one for me to do. Because it's like, yeah, the bison, I was like, yeah, The Rock would be pretty good just because he's, you know, charismatic and huge and whatever. But after that, it's like, like, I'd love to have, like, you know, Scott Adkins and Elaine Moosey and all the real, like, martial arts guys in, but it's like, uh, let's see, Elaine Moosey could be Ken or <laughs> Vega, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> see, I would like Willem Dafoe to be Bison. It's the big reveal. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or is but he's Vega. so he's hopped up on the, the, uh, on the ah, green goblin oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I sent you a photo on my list. He was on it. I was really looking to get Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth as Guile and Ken. That would have been one of my things, but oh well. Oh, that would have been oh, so good. Yeah. Get all five of the Hemsworths on you. Yeah, yeah. There's another Hemsworth brother that's real lame. I could have had him as Zangief or something. But... <laughs> if, if you were going to take uh, Matt Mickelson for M. Bison, I was hoping for uh, uh, Javier Bardem. Oh, he would have been good too. Ooh. Shit, that's a good call. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I like the pull of uh, Arnold Vosloo for Saget. That was a good one. I was like, yeah. 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 The the more I was thinking about it, I was like, he's aged almost well enough. And he's just like, he's less face scarred than the original actor from the movie. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the other uh, other choice for Sagat was going to be Carl Urban. Oh, New Zealand (laughs) represent. That would have been really good. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Can we recast this with all New Zealand actors? Yeah, there's like five. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Russell Crowe was technically... You know, if we were going to do a whole movie with Nick Cage... Yeah, yeah, Nicholas Cage is way better as everyone. Because, yeah, we've got got Russell Crowe. He was born here, but then after that, man, it drops off pretty quickly. It's like Jermaine Clement as E. Honda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would have loved it. Damn it, why don't I pick Jermaine Clement? He would be perfect. (laughs) and for the role of bison i picked jermaine clement just for the voice yeah he's so awesome he's such a good dude so good that would have been such a good one i feel disappointed i did pick taika waititi as the director and i'm very proud of that i wasn't gonna go with peter jackson after everything that he's done recently but still didn't Taika Waititi get picked uh for one of the in one of our other rounds yeah i think i think he was the reason everybody picked uh, Peter in the Big Trouble Little China. Oh, yes. oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. listened to that one because I shamefully haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China. <gasps> what? That is my favorite movie of all it's, time. There's like if it's you you know kids in the armor of being a film buff and all this other stuff that you know you, like even though everyone's talked about it, you haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I literally haven't seen it. I don't know why. Love Kurt Russell. Love John Carpenter. I no idea why. I've been saving it for a special occasion. Apparently, halfway through my wedding wasn't a special enough occasion for me to start watching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, baby, it's, just, it's only two hours yeah, yeah, yeah. long. I mean, I'll be, I'll can we understand the guest? Who cares? You're supposed to be the other end of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you want to watch with me? We can totally do that. It could be our first movie. <laughs> but yeah. I, well, I would say uh, now that the wedding's over. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know why. I've just been. It's one that I've been meaning to watch for so long, and I haven't. I'm ashamed of myself. Absolutely ashamed of myself. 
Watch it. Watch it in my honor because it, it is legitimately one of my favorite movies. I will. The excuse is that you you've got to tweet Izzy about I will, it. I will watch it in your honor. <laughs> I'll yeah carve your name into my flesh or something and watch it in your honor. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like I'll watch no, it in no, your no. honor. What was your yeah. name again? <laughs> Don't carve it in your flesh or anything. Eat eat something fatty and delicious and super American. Oh, one, five steps ahead of you there. Yeah, done. Sounds good. <laughs> how about you drew are there any big movies uh that you're kind of ashamed you haven't seen but at the same time it's like eh, i don't plan on watching it oh man <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm trying to think because usually I, I try to stay on top of a lot of things um drew likes it on top i say does your wife know about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i didn't see uh hacksaw ridge yet and um, a lot of people were just like raving about that, hm. uh, but that's not something that's like monumental. Yeah, yeah, say. Um, I mean, I'm sure it was good and all. It was nominated for a bunch of things, but yeah, I'm, right. I'm thinking like AFI Top 100 or nothing that nothing really that like comes to mind. Uh, I've been I've been honestly meaning to uh, watch um, Vertigo. Oh, that's good from uh, like Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah um, I haven't seen. Cool. I, there's. Ironically enough, like I love Hitchcock, but I I keep it to like a select group of Hitchcock, like you know Psycho, uh, Rear Window. I absolutely yeah, adore. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, Vertigo is yeah, probably like one Vertigo. of my top five favorite movies of all time. I I highly recommend it. Vertigo is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my, I'll, I'll, I would say my favorite Hitchcock movie though is The Lady Vanishes, and not many people. No, I haven't. I'm a huge. I've never even heard of that. Fan, huh? I love hmm. Rope. Yes, Rope's really Rope good. Rope was really oh, good too. Yeah, that's a good film. I actually had it on my like my watch list for uh, you know all the horror and the uh, you know uh, epic film guys like horror thing for the for the month of October, and I just I never got around to watching you know Vertigo or even the Rope, and now they're not no longer free. Uh. <laughs> oh no, you'll have to pay for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve, can I can I let out your your secret of movies that you didn't watch until just recently? Oh sure, go for it. <laughs> oh hey pickles. So um gentlemen, please please don't just huff off in rage, but Steve had not seen the Her- any of the Harry Potter movies until like two months ago. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he saw like half of one of the ones in the middle. I, I watched all of Prisoner of Azkaban in theaters. Did you? Did I, you really? I did. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's probably making jokes and shit about it. (laughs) The guy's name is Sirius Black? What is this? A children's show? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Luckily, he was able to get all eight of the movies for like 10 bucks at the flea market. Oh, nice. (laughs) They're totally legit copies. They're definitely not bootlegged. I don't know why you would say that. Guess what, Steve? I've (laughs) never seen a Harry Potter film. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I've never seen any of them. (gasps) I've never seen a Harry Potter film. Oh, that's why I was doing a sort of fake what. I've never seen one. Yeah. They came. <laughs> well, Steve, somebody... they sort of came out in Oops, New Zealand. I, I would have been about twenty, or no, no, I was about eighteen or something when the first film yeah. came out, and they started getting popular. And then it was like a if you told your friends you were going to see Harry Potter, you'd get beaten up in the street, basically. So I was like, no way, I'm going to do that. Like even Lord of the Rings, even a New Zealand made film starring New Zealanders and all that sort of stuff, even that was a bit like what nerd, you know what I mean? <laughs> so going to see Harry Potter, man. Like oh, a bunch of dwarves and shit fighting over jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Even at 20 years old, I was too sort of, sort of like scared of all my cool kid mates that would dunk me in the toilets or something after class or whatever. But, so yeah, like, I sort of missed the Harry Potter train. And I think like if you've had kids or something, it's like a you know movie that you get to watch with kids and stuff. And I, I don't have kids yet, so yeah. Yeah. We have cats. Even better cats. Yeah, best movies to watch with your cats. <laughs> Ghost in the Darkness. Steve, I've been wanting to do the Cat Dies at the End month. <laughs> on our podcast that's true yeah greatest cat deaths and uh what was the other one saved by flamethrower or uh yeah flame flamethrower to the rescue month and uh saved by caterpillar the industrial equipment those are the months i've been wanting to do on our podcast and my husband keeps coming with ideas not to (laughs) also we had like four people (laughs) beg us not to do cat death (laughs) month Cat Death one would be hilarious. I can already think of two. <laughs> the problem is, it's a spoiler in so many of them. Yeah, it's like Boondock right. Saints, The Lion King, uh, Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, good point. Well, and seeing, you know, we typically do bad or questionable movies in like Lion King and Christmas Vacation. Those are classics. Yeah. So we'd have to do Kimba the Lion. What the fuck is Kimba the Lion? Kimba the Lion is, is the movie yep. that the, that Disney uh, ripped off to make Lion King. They ripped the entire story off of Kimba the Lion. I have oh. it on DVD around here somewhere. That was oh, phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's they, they they ripped off like an African legend, but they but if you look a little closer, they basically ripped off Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Disney, you hacks. But Simba, Kimba, Simba, Kimba. Do you think there's any correlation there? No, is that's far too close for a coincidence. There's like exact shots and stuff taken out of the film as well. It's ridiculous. Like they did a side by side. Oh really? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Coming next week, Kimba. <laughs> Followed by, uh, was it Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron or whatever? Oh, I'm still gosh. angry at that movie. Horses don't have eyebrows. <laughs> that, that is your problem? Yeah. That's the biggest problem I have with that movie. And then also Balto. I don't know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Balto's not a shit show. It's completely wrong for what happened, but oh, oh, that's right. Based movie. on a true story, that's right. <laughs> you you should have like traumatizing kid movie month. Oh, we have a list. <laughs> we, because... we actually already did a uh, this one of the Brave Little Toaster sequels, and I actually hadn't seen the first Brave one until after Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. Goes to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Steve had not seen the Brave Little Toaster. <gasps> I love Brave Little Toaster. Do you remember the scene where the Native American pickup commits suicide? Because I'd forgotten that scene. I don't remember that. I remember. I remember liking the movie very much, but I don't remember that. Do you, I know. Do you remember the hallucination with like the fire clown? Yes. Okay. Because that part is horrifying. Oh my god! You know what you need for like the horrifying children movie? You need to review like Watership Down. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah. yeah. That yeah. Because the original movie that is just that is like horribly traumatizing. Well, and then, and then, of course, never-ending story. Yep. Oh, never-ending story, never story is nothing compared to all dogs go yes. to heaven. Yeah. We, oh, that that is did, true. Um, <laughs> when he has to decide between the watch and saving the girl. Yeah. We, yeah. we did. Um, yeah. Was it Nightmare Before Christmas? And that was our listener question. It was like, what is the most traumatic kids movie? And the amount of answers that came in that I was like, there's nothing that traumatic about that. And then on Google, it's like, how? Wait a minute. These things are what? Like, yeah. Some of them are just <laughs> far and away. Just Return to Oz was one of them. I had no idea. Oh yeah, oh, Return to Oz Return with to Oz the rollers terrifying. are terrifying. Yeah, those things. Yeah, that just freaked the hell out of well, me. Well, even Dorothy's. Oh, and now all the heads. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was the elephant. <laughs> the, the, that head, they up. the heads on yeah, shelves. The heads on the shelves, and they're all. Yeah, yeah. So that got brought up, and I was, right. It's not like Futurama. <laughs> or uh, uh, Roll Dolls, the witches. When I was a kid, that that kind of scared my. Uh, it mainly scared my brother yeah. when we were kids. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. The movie that terrified me the most as a kid, my dad decided was great for like a six-year-old to watch, Chinatown. What the hell? Oh, good grief. <laughs> An incest movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's like sitting down the kid and is like, all right, your mom and I are going to dinner. You need to sit down and enjoy the movie. What's this, daddy? It's called Event Horizon. <laughs> All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I watched that one on my own at like ten, and because at like five and six, I'd already seen like The Shining in Chinatown. I'm like, ooh, what is this wonderful piece? What is this magical frolic? When I was when I was about six, I went and stayed with my grandma, and she like we were staying on her farm sort of thing, and she had to go off and do like you know a bit of farm work or whatever. So she took me into the video store, and she goes, "What do you want to watch?" I was like, "Oh, I want to really want to see ET." So she picked up ET, and then she goes, oh, "I'll grab you another one." And so she grabbed Jaws. So I'm thinking, what she did was she looked at the back of ET and. <laughs> So, directed by Steven Spielberg, director of Jaws and Close Encounters of Food Kind of Food. Oh, Jaws. When I ever looked at Jaws, I was like, oh, it's a swimming movie. And then took me home and left me. It's a movie yeah, about it's a movie beaches. about beaches. And left me sitting there watching Jaws. And then she came back and found me crying behind the couch. And then basically said, what the hell's wrong? I sort of explained it to her. And she goes, no way you're allowed to tell your mother about this. Now, New Zealand is an island. So we go swimming in the ocean all the time. And for about four years there, yeah. we'd get to the beach. And then I'd refuse to leave the car. And mum would always be like, what's wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with my child? And I was like, no, I'm not going out there. No, see you later. I'm not going in that ocean. Well, well, and to be fair, there's actually great whites down there yes, too, yeah, we right? Do. Yeah, not as we're not as bad yeah, as Australia, okay. but we do have them sort of circulating up around the northern part of the Northern Ireland. But yeah, yeah, 
Honey, well, we've got well, more yeah, of they, them. They don't swim up into the lakes or anything like they do in the movie. No. Honey, yeah, we've got yeah. more of them than they do. We have the oh, largest yeah, we have the yeah, largest yeah, great yeah. white breeding ground just off the coast here. Ooh. <laughs> great white orange. You're into some shark mm-hmm. breeding. You're coming to the... <laughs> And you don't want to go in a cage in why there. Why do you why do you think why do you think we don't have any sea otters? <laughs> That's <laughs> They've true. eaten them. <laughs> Poor sea otters. They were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all they all they want to do is masturbate and eat clams. I mean <laughs> That's what everybody wants. Yes. To do. Uh, yep. Sounds good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the what, what what movie I watched as a kid that was just all even as a kid was like really weird. Starman, which is my mom's favorite oh, yeah. movie of all time. Yes, which another the, lovely John Carpenter yeah. film. Yeah, John yeah. Carpenter doing a romance movie, quote unquote. <laughs> And just that, but it was that opening scene where, like, you know, he morphs into naked Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as a kid, I'm like, why are you letting me watch this? <laughs> this is like American Werewolf in London, but there's a naked wet dude. <laughs> I don't know. So it's just like American Werewolf in London, also one of my favorite childhood movies. Yeah. <laughs> Another King in Miami. Another film I haven't seen that I've been meaning to watch for a long time. American Werewolf. Yeah, I've never seen it, and uh, I love werewolf films. So I don't know uh, why I'm holding off to see it, but yeah, yeah, it it's like the greatest. Uh, I actually hadn't seen it until what a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and it was because I'd made the mistake of watching American Werewolf in Paris when uh, it came yeah, out yeah. instead, because I was you know 16 or whatever when it came out, and it was like, oh yeah, it'd be great, and it was horrible, and like, oh you know, it's uh, based on this movie from mm, 20 years ago. No, like, oh, I'm not. sure it sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> I know again things that if I'd known when we first started dating may have broken our relationship or I may have just brought over and we watched yeah probably not. <laughs> <laughs> had I known I'd watch Big Trouble in Little China every month no <laughs> yeah I do luckily it's fantastic <laughs> I mean come on guys if movies that you're going to watch all the time is it going to be Big Trouble in Little China or Congo <laughs> But they have diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy, Amy, mother, mother. Apes. Ernie Hudson is the great white hunter, Monroe Kelly. That Tim gorilla. Curry's accent. That I, when Congo came out and I watched it, I repeatedly made fun of Tim Curry as he's going around grabbing all of the diamonds. He's like, the diamonds, Jess, Jess. <laughs> I, I always mocked him, just like, grabbing at them, kissing them, and I was all like, you're gonna die. Get out of there, Frankenfurter. Get out of there. <laughs> he would be another great voice. The legends are true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. The best part? That's a real character in the book. Yeah. That wasn't just Tim Curry going crazy. <laughs> yeah, his name's uh, Herkima Hermolka or some bullshit. Holy shit. Where is he from? I don't care. Pick a country. <laughs> I was so disappointed when, like, at the end, he wasn't like, "My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm from, right. I'm from New Jersey. I was waiting for. I, you. I'm a con artist. <laughs> 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 Please just get me out of here." <laughs> Do you guys follow Amy the Talking Ape on Twitter? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Somebody Who? has the account. <laughs> I'm. I'm following it now. <laughs> She's very lonely. She'll totally talk back Ooh, to you. And that's... they stay in character. <laughs> oh my gosh. There it is. Done. <laughs> Ooh, do you think we can get Amy the Talking Ape on our podcast? Maybe. We could ask them. <laughs> podcast Gorilla. Go. <laughs> that's great, Amy. Uh, tell me about your childhood, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Amy, Amy mother. Jungle. <laughs> Amy jungle. Gun bad. Raindrop Ma- drink. Good. Mommy sleep. That's how these in-depth interviews get, babe. You gotta ask the tough questions. God. That that gets to the, the root of that interview. It's all like Thank God, you know, they taught me sign language. Otherwise, I could never express my depression clear yeah, enough. Right. 
my, my depression and my struggle with alcoholism. What's the what's the Amy the Talking Gorilla's Twitter? Because I've just searched for it, and the first thing that came up was uh, Michael S. Blake saying, "Amy the Talking Gorilla in Congo was my f- first big movie crush." If you if you literally it's a uh, at Amy, Amy the, the ape. ape, awesome. So she's an ape. She's not even a gorilla. Oh, I feel so let down. <laughs> I'm incredibly xenophobic towards well, gorillas. Are apes? Sorry. <laughs> they're the great apes <laughs> no, no monkeys the uh the offensive term you don't want to call oh, it yes it. oh gosh the, this, the latest it's, tweet. Like, it's like calling a kiwi an aussie is, or something right it's, up it's, there goddamn tree dwellers <laughs> <laughs> the yes, latest tweet from the account is like amy just smoked two blunts and this sound real good now <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is great followed <laughs> <laughs> followed retweeted <Yeah. laughs> i i'm not gonna lie i keep it in my i keep a couple of people in my twitter feeds simply because when i open up twitter it's full of just pearls <laughs> <laughs> like by the way another great one as long as you do not take it seriously uh james woods he is oh crazy. he is he's nuts he's flipping lost the plot something fucking awesome man yeah and he loves Twitter. He's on it all the time. For the role of M. Bison, I'd like to pick James Woods. Yeah. <laughs> right? he in. The one I cracked up at lately was, was it Mariah Carey? And it was like the 10-year challenge. And she tweeted out a photo of herself taken from a couple of days beforehand, beside a photo from herself from a couple of days beforehand. It's the same photo. And then she said, here's my 10-year challenge because I don't believe in the concept of time or something, or I don't acknowledge time. Yeah, okay. She doesn't acknowledge she time. Doesn't time is a social construct. I, it. I was like, this is the most awesome and embarrassing Man. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I mean, she's, she can't acknowledge time. Otherwise, she would literally have to acknowledge how terrible oh, she's yeah, gotten. Totally. Absolutely. Here we go. I don't get this 10-year challenge. Time is not something I acknowledge. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I, I do not want it. to know that my career is over. Don't, don't tell me that. No. <laughs> oh, Steve is sending I'm out his 10-year s- challenge. I'm sending you my 10-year nice. challenge. <laughs> it's uh, coming to Twitter here. He's throwing it on the Twitter. Yeah, Steve did it right. By the way, uh, tinfoil hat time, you know this is all a conspiracy so that they can uh, they can improve oh, their geez. facial tracking software, yeah, right? That's one. Yeah, that's exactly Yeah, right. I, had, I had a few people tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I love it. Yes. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, track that with your software, you son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, black snake mamba. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. By the way, sweetie, next February we gotta do uh, Black Month again. When are we gonna do Pam, uh, Pam Greer Month? Because February is also Women in Horror Month. We, we can do women in horror any month. Women are always in danger. Fact. <laughs> Ooh, hashtag May 2. <laughs> hashtag May 2. Yeah. Right? Nailed it. <laughs> oh. Hashtag May 2. The month women fight back. <laughs> it's With just Pam a, Greer. I would say it's just Tarantino films. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, they the movies that inspired Tarantino. Oh, so we can do Jurassic Park again. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, well, thanks for shooting the shit with us, guys. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, like like I said, I think this will be the like April one. Uh, so it'll be like the first first Tuesday in April when the episode comes out, and then the second Tuesday will be the or uh, Friday. Sorry, first Friday, and then the second Friday will be uh. This this little mini episode that I think is actually about three times longer than our episode. <laughs> yeah, we got through it pretty quick. And, yeah, um, it was awesome, man. I really enjoyed this. And well done, Drew. You had some really good picks there. In fact, two that I was gunning for, but God damn it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I aim to please. <laughs> yeah, and we'll definitely have to have you guys back on for uh, for our regular episodes too. I have, I, I know, Sam. We haven't had you on yet, but I know with time difference and stuff, it can be a pain. It, it, so what is it like eight in the morning or no, whatever? It's there, four in the afternoon. It's yeah, perfect for me. We're like uh, four or five oh, hours behind you guys at the moment. Three or four hours behind Pacific time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it's yeah, almost eight o'clock here. Yeah, so, so okay. it's Saturday, so we're like yeah. living in the future here. And don't tell us what happened. Yeah, so we've got flying cars <laughs> now. We also have gluten-free <laughs> gluten, which is quite exciting. 
<laughs> no! Don't get rid of my gluten! <laughs> it's my gluten. You can't have it. <laughs> the only diet I'm on is falutin free. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's in the future, and he still didn't pick the ones he knew oh, I was no, going to pick. We wouldn't be Biff. We wouldn't be coming back and being like telling everyone else what the scores were. We wouldn't be telling anyone, you know. Wouldn't be betting on the bloody sports <laughs> events ourselves. We'd be helping everyone else out. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe, maybe you want to. Maybe you want to pick Liverpool. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam. We would love to have you on for for a regular episode, and Drew. We would love to have you back. Yeah. yeah honestly, if you pick anything, Nicholas Cage, I will be there. With bells on. I will move heaven and earth to be there. Eh? I just. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Was it Nicholas May? Yes. <laughs> but what about hashtag me too <laughs> hashtag too soon Steve <laughs> alright excellent well have a great evening gentlemen thank you again yes Cheers.